0: Remote Hacks podcast on a remote hack day. Hello, and welcome to episode 67 of Air Quotes, the podcast Air Quotes. I'm Ryan, and I'm here with Ben.
1: Hello.
0: And we're going to talk to you about some old technology. Or is it old? Is it cool? Is it the new thing? I don't, I don't really know anymore. I just know there's some augmented reality. Uh, and I'm still excited about it. That's why I can't
1: stop talking. Ben, tell us about what we did. Cool. Yeah. So we've been hacking on um, a, a wide range of different web techs. And what we've been doing is you're starting with like an XML file, like a RSS feed podcast and using XSLT to transfer that into a different format uh, and then HTML and then using JavaScript to transform that HTML into like a 3D scene um with like augmented reality. So uh, there's something kind of cool about using a very kind of like a technology stack that spans 25 years or something. Uh, And yeah, so we've been kind of building stuff with that. Uh, It's been, it's been fun. Has it been fun, Ryan? Yes. Very much so.
0: (laughs) Partly because, Googling the basic XSLT stuff and remembering what you were doing 10 years ago, 15 years ago, whatever, it's a, a little bit of nostalgia. But I, I also really liked that we're, we we added um, XSLT on top of the RSS feed for this podcast. Um, mm-hmm. So other, otherwise, you've got to expose the XML. So it's, like it's still a useful technology, um, even though we've got, all of these like newer, shinier things. There's there's no other thing you could use other than XSLT.
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think it, it, there's another thing where, in doing this, you're you, you kind of see the grand vision of what the dream of XML and uh, data transforms was going to be. You know, like like the fact that we can take some raw data, like a list of podcast episodes, and transform it into something totally different. I think I feel like that was what we were supposed to, what what the idea of how the internet would work <laughs> or something like that but uh, and it's all really it's it's interesting kind of exploring that and from the perspective of where we are now you know like because i think uh yeah we've kind of taken a different path but uh yeah totally yeah, I mean, loving it because like as, I remember. with the xslt stuff because we used to do that um we had a cms at white october which was written in, in xslt so uh and uh, so we used to use that quite a lot And it was frustrating at the time, obviously, like this kind of syntax things, but there's a definite beauty to it. You know, like it is something that when you get used to like nowadays handling uh, API responding back with JSON objects and manually mapping them through, I actually like miss that, that structure and that kind of elegance of like, yeah, XPath selectors or kind of like hierarchical template systems and all that kind of stuff. It's like, it's, it's cool. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. For, for me,
0: when, when I was doing XSLT, it felt quite, it felt quite neat because your data was still your data. like it kept that separation of style and, and your data. And it felt like we, we left that at the time to sort of munch everything together and Things are, everything's a bit circular, right? So we've we've managed to get away. Then we've got sort of JSX and we're starting to push style and, data, uh, style and uh, business logic back together. But, um, yeah, I don't actually, know. that's this happened recently
1: to. in in the stuff. I don't know, like, if you've seen the React 18, there's a bit of a kind of, like, discussion at the moment about use effect. Um, and uh, so if you yeah if you look on twitter and like type in use effects you'll see like lots of back and forth and like really interesting dialogue and basically the the modern way of using react is becoming or or not modern but like the the preferred way is to not be doing queries within use effects uh and to have that kind of in a separate uh separate part of your app logic and i, I think that's something that is almost like the react application is more of a, a declarative view on data, but then that data is separate. Uh, and it's, I feel like there's, we're basically making circles back to that, what, like that separation, you know, like, cause I, I hadn't actually thought of that, <laughs> uh, but yeah, like that um, that's definitely a, a loop back to like, almost React is becoming our presentational layer on a, a, a data source with like TypeScript or, something like that so yeah yeah cool i,
0: I find it really interesting because the the kind of lesson i take from it is that we 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 experienced pain like xslt as much fun as we've had today was not easy to work with um and that's what's kind of triggered some of the pushback to to, or to move on to other things and then by moving away from that separation which had those constraints we made some things easier but some things harder and then i guess that's why it goes a bit circularly because you up against other problems and you're like oh this is the most painful thing now maybe we could solve that in similar ways to te- the way technology did 20 years ago um
1: yeah. yeah yeah cool ah cool uh well anyway yeah that's that sounds like a a, a rap <laughs> like i feel like uh yeah good good episode uh, I'm sure uh, Well, I feel like before episode? we before we close up, we've talked
0: about x s l t, but we haven't talked about uh putting things into three dimensional
1: space oh my goodness yeah um Matt, max, can you cut all this this in <laughs> in betweeny bit like you're just giving back. Matt... I'll see what I can do uh, uh, uh... so yeah, so we've taken our our data um we've done some So we've been transforming this stuff, which is like quite kind of old school, but also we've been taking it into WebXR, um, which is basically a a, a kind of really hyper-modern, awesome API for giving you access to augmented reality devices, virtual reality devices, and mixed media reality (laughs) devices. Uh, So it's kind of a a layer on that. And the way we've done that is we basically um, got our content into JavaScript land. So we've kind of created an array of items by querying uh, the, the document. And then we're using 3.js uh which lets us kind of create a, a scene object and then gives us some quite handy ways to project that into uh augmented reality on a phone. So um yeah that's that that's been quite challenging to to debug and, and play around with but it's 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 there's something kind of cool. So you can now wander around a room and like you see a sphere for each podcast episode and you can kind of point at it and it starts playing, uh, which, which is where we're at. Uh. <laughs> I, uh, I found it weirdly fun
0: to interact with, even though well, we'd written it. Um, Like just making it a bit more tactile, like actually walking around the room and pointing your phone at these objects that don't exist made it, more interesting than just scrolling through a list and clicking on the thing to play. So it, mm. I realize I'm a bit late to the uh, augmented reality train. Um, but it was, yeah, it was, it's quite eye-opening about how you can have more sort of immersive experiences with it. I was quite disappointed yeah. that the iPhone doesn't support it out of the box. Uh, so you need to go and install mm. an, another app. Um, so that like, that
1: does make it a little bit more of a barrier for people. Yeah, um, that is like yeah, super frustrating. Like, uh, yeah, I hope um, it seems like the Safari team are are kind of like making a bit of progress in in pushing through APIs, but I think it does seem like they're a bit slower to embrace things fully. And so I think like my my biggest peeve of that over the years has been uh, WebRTC. Like, so Safari took so many years to to kind of fully support that. That the hype had gone, you know, like so it was. I think there's a lot of there was we could have been having a lot more kind of like peer to peer interactions if it wasn't for Safari being late to the game. Um, but hopefully, hopefully they managed to do it a bit quicker with WebXR um, and yeah, uh, maybe I guess once they bring out their own devices or something like that. So yeah, who knows? Um,
0: Excellent. And uh, what's the biggest thing that you've learned today?
1: I think maybe um, not so much learning, but just an acknowledgement like so we're using code spaces today and i think we're really like we're getting kind of quicker and quicker at setting up that and it, it's been quite i think the the live development between us has been really quick uh and and felt quite natural so yeah i think that's that's been my oh that's a terrible learning <laughs> i think it's that um, bad.
0: I, I actually was quite impressed for the same yeah. reasons like at the beginning of the day we we're in the main room for remote hack. So everyone was just chatting, but we started the code spaces up and were kind of hacking asynchronously. So we were just writing little comments so that we could see what was happening. And it's like that live pairing, even without a voice channel, was quite interesting to
1: explore. Yeah, that's that's a better answer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Like, totally. No, because that, yeah, that was that was quite fun how that that happened because uh, we were kind of like exploring stuff but um yeah being able to like have a a shared code editor really helped uh it was, it was, it was yeah kind of i find that you cool. you kind of you lose
0: context of what the other person's doing if you're both working on different things um but it's quite nice that you can just hit follow and then just kind of watch what's happening for a minute and it kind of pulls you back in so it's mm-hmm it's kind of a cross between an environment that you can work in and a uh, live stream of what someone else is doing so yes big fan
1: yeah yes. yeah cool Whoop. um thank you for listening to another podcast Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, that, yeah did that work that's a cut